Okay, hello everyone. Good to see you. Um, I just thought I'd share a bit more about, about me. Uh, my name is Sandeep. I live in Derby. We got my Derby crew. Um, I used to live in London. Where's my London crew at? And then, where's my brother? There he is. Got a shout out to my brother. Yeah, I know he does. Right. Um, another thing about me, I, okay, so I said I'm a dog person. Rian is a cat person, so we're married. So obviously we've got a cat. So <laughs> we've got a cat called Evie, who, you know, I love actually. I didn't think I'd love like an animal a lot, but I do. It's weird. I miss it, miss it. That's how I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, miss it. Um, and all this, yeah, this is Rianne, my wife, so say hello. She's, she's very nice. We like her. So I haven't set my timer, so it doesn't count. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's an absolute privilege to speak to you this morning. Um, I was in the 12 to 14s growing up. I've been to all the new days. And actually just to be able to speak to you right now and share with you what I think is on God's heart for you young people is an absolute privilege. It, it, really, it really is. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so I'm going to give you a quick recap of the talks that we've had this week. Um, yeah, who's, again, who's been here this whole week? The, the committed crew, the true d- d- disciples, the true disciples. No, no, I'm joking. Your disciples, kind of. Um, the first talk was prayer. That was on Tuesday. Cassie spoke to us about how prayer has worked in her life. Um, and she gave some examples, like the, the key story. That was quite good. And also she taught us how exactly to pray. Um, on Wednesday, Katie talked to us about how reading the Bible every day is good for us. Um, she shared with us her experiences, what works for her, and how it's important to set realistic goals for, for yourself. And that, that, was, that made me feel good because I also tried the Bible in a year. Katie talked about that. That did not go well. First week, second week, I did. Third week, okay, this is going to be tough. So, yeah, that, that, that was good. Um, yesterday, we had Stephen talk to us about leadership, and he talked to us how Jesus, the ultimate leader, the king of glory, God most high, actually came to earth and served. He was a servant king. He served others. And then how serving right now puts us in good stead for the future. So in this talk, in my talk, what's happening right now in this moment, um, it's going to be a practical response to the previous talks that we've had this week. So yeah, we know that God loves us. Yeah, we know that. We know that he wants to connect with us through the Bible and, and through prayer. And we also know, you know, he wants us to be leaders. And if we want to be leaders, we need to lead ourselves first and then we lead others. So lead yourselves and then we lead others. So congratulations, guys. You are disciples. Yeah. I don't, you know, I wish we had some certificates next, next year. Next year's budget will allow for that. Um, so, so we've been equipped with the tools which make us more like Jesus and close to him. So what's our response? What's next? What happens after New Day? What happens when we, when we go? I know we've touched on this, on this already this morning. Um, but yeah, so... You, it's like, it's like having a passport. It's like, okay, I've, I've, I'm a citizen 
of Christ. I'm a disciple of Christ. I've got a passport. But what's the point of having a passport without using it? What's the point of having a passport without going somewhere? You see what I mean? So what's the point of going to school and learning, you know, learning stuff, learning lots of knowledge without actually using it? So, so that's, what, what's, that's what we do. So what's our response? What's next? Well, helpfully, Jesus tells us. Funny thing that, isn't it? Jesus tells us. Okay, what I want you to do is get, get into pairs quickly. Get into pairs quickly. And I'm going to ask you a question which I, want to talk to, which I want you to talk to your partner about. If you had 30 seconds left on this earth, 30 seconds left on this earth, what would your last words be? 30 seconds for the person next to you. Tell them, starting now, go. Okay, okay. Um, so 30 seconds. I know that was a bit morbid. Apologies. But it's, it's relevant to the point, Ezra. It's relevant to the point. <laughs> Don't know why I just shouted them out. So you may be thinking, okay, 30 seconds. I'm going to say, Mum, I love you. Mum, tell my mum I love her. Tell my dad I love him. Tell my brother, get off my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. Get off my stuff. Don't you dare. That's my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. Things like that. <laughs> There's something released there. I don't know what. Something releasing. Um, but what does Jesus say? What does Jesus say in his last, last you know, couple of words? Um, in Matthew, just before Jesus ascended, you know, that means went up to heaven, he tells us in Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And this is it. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And again, another book of the Bible. Oh, caught that. Well done. And again, another book of the Bible, Acts. He says, go make disciples, and I will send you the Holy Spirit. I will send you a helper, and surely I am with you. It's like, it's like you know, the game we just played in the Ultimate Youth Leader, the Dangle Battle of Dinosaurs. So I don't know if you noticed, right? But Pete, he was quite, he was like, okay, right. It's quite a dangerous game. It's quite a dangerous game. But don't worry, guys. The paramedics are here. The doctors are here. So we'll be okay. It's like that. I will send you a helper. We've got our helper. We've got the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us. Um, so clearly, if these are some of the last words that Jesus said to us in, in Matthew and before he ascended. You know, clearly making more disciples is important to Jesus. Yeah? You'd agree with me? Good. Some response. Thank you, T. Uh, and Jesus even told us how. Jesus is asked in the book of John, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? You know, you've taught us a lot of stuff. We've learned a lot. But a quick summary. What is the greatest commandment? And Jesus says, well, it's loving God and loving your neighbor. Okay, we've learned about that already this morning, if you're in the 12 to 14s. But I want to talk about who are your neighbors? Well, they're your mates. They're people in your circle. They might literally be your neighbors. There might be people at school who are, who are not your mates. They might be the guys who you think, it's a bit weird, that guy. I don't, it smells a bit. Those are your neighbors. So when we love God, 
we are his disciples, yeah? Do you get that? When we love one another, we display that we are disciples, okay? I'm going to say that again. When we love God, we are his disciples. When we love one another, we display that we are his disciples. This will lead to people asking you, what's different about you? Why are you different? In 12 to 14, it's all about being something different that people take notice of. It's funny that when I was your age, my youth group was even called something different. And, you know, we, I think they called it that. Hello, Steph. They even called it that because that's what they wanted us to get. You're part of this world, but not of this world. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So you're something different. You are the beacon in your communities. And I want you to learn that. So for you specifically, 12 to 14, it means, guess what, not swearing, you know, not lying, not picking on one another. You know, being funny is great. You know, make, having a joke is great. But it's about being funny without having to swear, without having to put people down. You know, banter's okay, but actually making fun of someone, that puts you in the rest of them. Do you know what I mean? Everyone does that. You guys be different. Come on. I'm passionate about this. How come, I want people to ask you, how come you're not picking on this kid? We're all making fun of this kid. How come you're not picking on them? I want you to be countercultural because that's what Jesus asked us to do. You know, you may be, exams might be coming up. Pressures might be coming your way. I want your friends to ask you, why are you so calm? What's going on? Why are you not worried about this? Well, 12 to 14, you're thinking of something bigger. You know, you're advising and you're going, you know, you're working hard. But I don't want you to be, you know, this is not the be all and end all of your life. I want you to be focused on something bigger. I want you to be focused on, you know, we, we, I don't know if you were there yesterday when Steve talked to us about, you know, eternity. And he showed us the longer end of the rope. I want you guys to be focused on the longer end of the rope. Do you get it? Yeah? Okay. So we've learned what Jesus told us. But how do we specifically tell others about Jesus? How do, we, how do we specifically tell others about Jesus? Okay, I'm passionate about football, right? Quite like, look at that. When I say the word football, football? <laughs> I'm passionate about football, okay? I could tell you all about football. I read a lot about football. I like Manchester United. Yeah, I'm from London. Of course I like Manchester United. <laughs> Yeah? So I could tell you about the competition. I love the competition. I love that it's rival cities going up against each other. <laughs> I love, yeah, I was scared too. You know, I love, the, I love that it's not just about, it's not just about kicking a ball randomly. It's about mental capability. It's about seeing the game. It's about reading the game. It's about passion. It's about love. What? Where did that come from? I don't know. But <laughs> if I asked Rianne, yeah, exactly, mate. If I asked Rianne to talk about football, how would that go? Well, I don't really understand. I don't know why you watch this game. It's just 11, is this whoever these prima donnas are rolling around. So if, you know, I, the more you know something, I want to talk to you about football. Another example I've just popped into my head is these chairs. Who's, who's been sitting on the floor? My brother's got one. It's really annoying because I want one of those chairs. And I've been, the whole week, I've been looking at these chairs, 
and thinking, oh gosh, I want some of those, I want some of that comfort. And I want to tell people about how passionate I am about these chairs. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. But, you know, I spend time thinking about these chairs. <laughs> I spend time thinking about, about football and things like that. And where was I? I spent time, I got distracted by the chairs. I spent time reading about it, following social media, so I know about it. And I'm excited to talk about it. 12 to 14 is, what are you passionate about? You know, I've I got a question myself sometimes. Am I passionate about Jesus like I am about football? You know, I, I, sometimes I doubt myself. So when you spend time, when you spend your time, sorry, where you spend your time is what you talk about. I'm going to say that again. Where you spend your time is where you talk about. If you spend your time praying, if you spend your time reading the Bible, if you spend your time in community, talking, sharing, loving Jesus, the more excited you will be to talk about it. Okay? Um, but why do we find this difficult? You know, who else finds talking to your friends about Jesus difficult? I'll be honest. You know, I, I, find, I find it quite hard sometimes. But any other good news, we love sharing, isn't it? Any other good news, we love sharing. We get excited about a party coming up. You know, I went to Disney World before. Who's been to Disney World in Florida? I went to Disney World. That was exciting. It was amazing. You know, I'm excited to share that with you. You know, but why are we, why are we, diff- why are we frightened to talk about something so important like people's eternity? Do you mean? Why are we so you know, nervous and afraid to talk about something that's so important in our lives. Well, we may be frightened about telling others about Jesus because you know, we're afraid of others. You know, we're afraid of persecution. We're afraid of being laughed at. Also, we may feel we don't think we're good enough. We feel like we don't have the right answers. You know, this is for better Christians and leaders to do. I'm not a good enough Christian. You don't know me. You know, I'm not gonna, I, I can't share you know, the good news. This is for Stephen Dawson. This is for Katie Virgo. Do you know what I mean? These are, this is for them. This is for your leaders of the church. But no, actually, guys, it starts with you. You are the only people. You are the only representative in your circle. You are the only one who can shape your community. Okay? Um, that's not what the point I was going to go, but it went there. Okay? Um, so, yeah, we might feel like it's, be- it's for better Christians and other leaders to do. Um, so recently, here's a little story. Recently, my pastor asked me to be on BBC Radio. Okay, talk about the Alpha course. And I thought, wow, gosh, I might be, I, mean, I just joined this church. I might, be, <laughs> I might be doing something right. Turns out, it was Asian Radio. <laughs> and the only reason I was asked to be on BBC Asian Radio Derby was because I'm Asian, funnily enough. So... <laughs> So I was given the chance to talk about Alf in the radio. And guess what? Guess what? When the red light came on, I got really nervous. I got really nervous. I got really scared. I just started, you know, when the interview asked me questions, I started saying things like, Jesus is the saviour. What are you saying, Sandy? Stop talking. Jesus is the king. I was so focused. I need to get my message across that I just thought I sounded rubbish. I thought I failed. Now, people did come to the Alpha course, but I don't think they came through the radio. And I thought I failed. I missed my chance. But guess what, guys? His mercies are new every morning. That's in Lamentations. We're called to be obedient, not to be perfect. Now, we're not perfect, but he is. 
Okay? Jesus is with us. We'll get more chances. All we need to do is be what? Obedient. Okay? The more we do it, the more we talk, the more we're obedient, guess what? The better we'll become. Because why? Yeah, I talked about it earlier. Because he is with us. Okay? Right, okay. I said today was going to be a practical talk. So here's some top tips. Top tips. Look for opportunities. Okay? Constantly look for opportunities. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, last Sunday I was packing to go to New Day. And I was, you know, we were running late. And I was so focused on, on packing the car and getting things ready. I was, you know, Rianne was saying, we need to get this, we need to get this, we need to get that. I was like, okay, right, right, okay, I'm going to get this. And my neighbor was standing there and just watching us go. And he was like, all right? I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. So see you later, I just got to pack. And I was driving, as I was driving off to go to New Day, I immediately thought, you know what? I'm about to talk to these 12 to 14s about looking for opportunities. And I missed my opportunity. But guess what? God will give me more opportunities. And next time, I need to be in tune with that. Remember, be obedient. Um, okay, look for opportunities. Quickly, where's my two orange T-shirts that are for the play? This is it. Orange T-shirt, the musical. I haven't got a lot of time, but I prepped them. Orange T-shirt, the musical, but without the, it actually being a musical. Uh, <laughs> so, this is, for, this is called looking for opportunities. How not to do it. Did you want to see Guardians of the Galaxy number two? Uh, when did you want to see it? On, on this Friday, this Friday. Oh, uh, I've got, I've got a, I've got a thing. I'm, I'm busy. I've got a, a, thing, a church thing. Um, with youth group and this. Church. So I'm, I'm, bu- I'm busy. I probably can't do it then. Sorry. Um, maybe, maybe another time. Okay. How to do it? Would you like to go and see Guardians of the Galaxy too? When do you want to see that? On Friday, yeah, this Friday. Oh, actually, I'm, I've got my church youth group on Friday, but oh. we're we're actually we're going on. Uh, we're actually going. Uh, when you want to go, we could you could come along if you want to. Really? Yeah, if what, you would like. What, with with youth, but like, yeah. is it not a church? No, you don't have to be part of the church to come along. Anyone can come along. You can you know feel free to to join us. Sweet, sweet, yeah, okay. Cool. See you then. Give them a round of applause. Well done. So it's about your approach. You see, it's about your approach. It's about remembering, you know, actually, that was an opportunity there. And just, just, just be focused on that sort of stuff. So, yeah, youth leaders put on events which your youth can, can work on this, can work on inviting others. Yeah, and don't be worried. Don't be, you know, I failed my chance to do that. Don't worry. His mercies are new every morning. The fact that you're Christian, that fact doesn't change. If you make a mistake, if you fail. Another top tip, offer prayer. Offer prayer. You know, that I find in my life, if I offer prayer to someone, if, if someone says, okay, you know, how you doing, mate? You know what, I'm not too good, actually. Well, why is that? You know, my mum's my in hospital, actually, and uh, she's having an operation tomorrow. Okay, you could be like, all right, sorry, oh, sorry to hear that. Let's move on. But actually, if you say, you know what, can I just pray for you? Can I just pray about that? Nearly, I think it's been like once or twice ever 
where someone has said, no, you know what, I'm all right, thanks. You know, I don't want prayer. Actually, prayer, offering prayer is something which you can subtly say, you know, I'm a Christian. I mean, this is, this is what I believe. And people, people respond to that. Um, and remember, ultimately, it's God who saves, okay? Ultimately, it's God who saves. You guys are just being obedient. Um, no, you, I'm not saying right now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, my, one of my, my second new day, new day 2005, who was born, who was not born in 2005? You were not born in 2005. Oh, gosh. That's depressing. Okay, that means I've stopped. Okay. Um, yeah, who was not born in New Day 2005? Yeah, done that bit. Right, so I went to New Day in 2005, and it was in Nottingham. Um, and the New Day was gearing, really, for the last meeting, which is going to be held in a, in a stadium, in Nottingham County Football Stadium. Um, so I was a 13-year-old, and you know we were sent out every day to go on outreach to, to give people cards and, and questionnaires and things like that to, to, with the ultimate goal of inviting them to this last meeting. So I went with my, with my friend Tim um, from, from my youth group, and we went out, and we were handing leaflets to people um, and doing questionnaires. And there was this middle-aged couple who walked and was walking around in Nottingham. And I remember give, giving them this card and getting them to do this questionnaire and I thinking, thinking nothing of it after. Thinking, you know, I don't, I don't think they're going to come, but let's see what happens. And then the last meeting, we were at the stadium and, you know, there was a call to, to respond. And I saw these two people they responded. And I was thinking, what? How has that happened? All I was asked to do was to be obedient. God will do the rest. Yeah? Um, we're going we're gonna to pray now for... Oh, yeah, over to you, Katie. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks. Well done, Sandy. Well done. The... Um, so I think um, whatever age and stage you are, however long you've known Jesus, whether it is this week or whether it's been decades, when it comes to the point of actually just telling someone about Jesus or suddenly saying, can I pray for you, or if something happens to them, it recently happened to me on a netball court where um, my friend fell over who is a, um, isn't a believer, and, um, and I remember thinking, I've got a chance now. She was kind of got carried off the court, and I remember think I felt like, the kind of tug of the Holy Spirit to um, just kind of to pray for her and lay on hands. And I remember thinking, I don't want to do this. What if she says no? And it's like Sandeep said, sometimes you just have to just go for it. And I think just to finish this week and this, this seminar today especially, it would be brilliant for us all just to think we all need Jesus and we all just need um, to know the helper again, the Holy Spirit, when we go out and when we've got to tell others about him. This great news that we know there are all times that we find it really difficult to tell others. And, um, and it's just kind of like, it is that muscle stretching of thinking, I'm going to keep trying, keep trying. But knowing that God is with us, the helper, he sends his Holy Spirit. So what I think would be great to do is if we all stand up. Guys, if we want to receive by God, what I was taught is a way of displaying that, of wanting to receive is putting your hands up. So let's, let's, let's do that. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for the knowledge and the information that we've learned this week. Thank you, Lord, that you know, we've learned how to be closer to you. We've learned how to know you more. 
but Father, we don't want us just to end right here and right now. We want to go out and invite others and make other disciples. Lord, I press pray for the Holy Spirit to come on our on us right now. I pray, Lord, for for boldness, Lord. I pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, you'll give us the opportunities and make us strong, make us courageous, and make us like you are. You are bold, Lord. But ultimately, Father, Holy Spirit, I pray that we'll remember that you're with us. You know, our God is bigger than anything. You know, and if our God is for us, whom shall be against us? And our Father, I pray that we know that in our hearts. And Holy Spirit, soften our hearts to know that, Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, for opportunities and for these 12 to 14s to be a real shining bright light in where they are. In Jesus' name. Amen.